Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversation about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a happier and healthier you. Now here's your host, Randy Boyd. Welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously. And on this episode, we are going to be talking with Chris and Alicia about our upcoming communication workshop, the Courageous Healers Foundation and Change Your Life Story Now Live Coaching Collaboration of uh, Communicating, Learning How to Communicate Properly. Um, That'll be on Saturday, September 11th. And after that, two weeks, uh, and October 16th, we will have the Journey to Me workshop. And on and this November, we have Secrets and Lies. And in December, we have um, Forgiveness right before Christmas. So it will be a good time to do forgiveness. So you can find all these website. I mean, all these uh, information, all these workshops on the website, CourageousHealers.org. Just go to our services and on workshops. The website address, you can go directly to the, to the workshop pages, CourageousHealers.org slash workshops.html. And you can go right to those workshops. So Chris and Alicia uh, are, are two uh, Kathy and I's mentees. We've been working with them for about <laughs> four years, five years now. We, time goes by. We, we don't, you know, and, and they, they came to us. They were, they were single. They were having issues. And... As um, I was saying a minute ago, that you know we consider them two of our, our best uh, success stories in recovery. Thank uh, you. They've come a long way. And uh, <laughs> Chris and Alicia attended the very first workshop, uh, communication workshop that we had about three or four years ago before they got married. Yeah. Um, yep. And I, I, Chris had told me at one point, and he, he's mentioned it to a few people that if it wasn't for that communication workshop, they likely wouldn't be married. So. Yeah. Um, communication is is a critical, critical uh, asset for us as human beings. Now, these workshops are for everybody, whether you're a leader of any type, mm-hmm. whether you're a pastor. Right? Pastors yeah. need it just as what much. Just because they're a pastor doesn't mean they know how to communicate properly. Not more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know. Um, they're for employees, they're for employers, they're for spouses, they're for friends. They're, it, it will help you learn to communicate in a way that won't be offensive to people. Right. I guess would be the right thing to say. Right. So we've got some questions for Chris and, 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 and Alicia. Um, like I said, they've been journeying with us, and I thought it would be best to have somebody that's gone through the workshop rather than me sitting here trying to sell it to let them tell you about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of course, it's my workshop. I'm going to talk yeah. it all up, but you know. <laughs> but uh, so th- the first question is: When you guys came, what were your expectations out of the workshop? Uh, my my the biggest expectation that I had was: uh, How can I communicate and articulate my feelings uh, without 
and, and having the courage to say my feelings uh, without uh, getting any kind of um, blowback. Uh, not not being afraid to voice myself uh, just because it I think that it might offend or hurt someone else. Hmm. And I was... I, I've never been able... I At that moment, I had never been able to do that in my life because I didn't really have a voice. So... That was that was a big that was a big learning step right there. That was huge. Yeah, and that's I think that's a part. Uh, most of us, a lot of us, have that. I would say, you know, you lost your voice. Mm-hmm. You know, when was the last time you were able to speak your truth mm-hmm. and not have somebody tear you apart for doing it? Right. So you know, I, I know myself and a lot of people that I lost my voice as a young child being abused the way I was abused constantly so I lost you know I, I didn't feel that my voice had any validity right I remember right. writing my book I hear it all the time who do you think you are who do you think you are who do you think you are right and so it's able to get to get our voice that we have a right to have and to speak our truth and ask questions and reveal stuff that we feel needs to be revealed and spoken about in a loving and kind way without mm-hmm. being ridiculed we're so, I think, for people like you and I, Chris, especially, we grew up with that being ridiculed when we tried to voice our opinion. And so right. it's like everybody's going to do that to me. It's just it's, it's what we think. And it's we don't want to do it, but it's so ingrained in us right. that that's our reaction. Right. But it can change. It just made me more codependent on caring about someone else's feelings yeah. rather than, you know, Voicing myself right. and and sharing exactly how I feel, but, giving up your freedom and happiness absolutely. as long as the other person was happy and free. Yeah, yeah, that's codependency in a <laughs> nutshell. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. What about you, Alicia? Um, I didn't really have any expectations going in because, like, Chris was the problem. Yeah, I was fine. <laughs> but now looking back. Um, you know, it was, I never really had examples of what, what communication was. I didn't even know what communication was. I thought I did. But when I look back, my dad was yeller and my mom just kind of took it. So I knew growing up, I did not want to just take it. That was not going to be me. But in turn, I became my dad. And so everything was yelling. And even now that I have worked through some of this communication stuff, um, it's still hard for me because I don't want to say something because I feel like I'm always going to yell. So it's, you know, but going through this, it was, you know, just really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and those are, these are all learned behaviors. So it's not like you realize, hey, I don't want to be a yeller. Well, why am I yelling all the time? Right. right? And you realize it. It's, I got to change. But I realized it after I took the communication after, workshop after because communi- before that... I didn't even realize that that's who I was. I just, you know, people would say, oh, you'll get used to her. That's just who she is. And and I'm like, yeah, that is who I am. And, you know, and so it was just, I didn't even realize that's who I was. It was just like, that's who I am. And either take it or leave it. It's it's just exactly, it's who I am. Mm -hmm. You believe that, you know, with everything that you you know. Right. And so um, making those changes... The first step is being aware, whether it's having your voice or not yelling. And then once you become aware, a lot of people think, well, okay, I need to quit yelling. 
why why you know my month goes by and they're still screaming and yelling and well why am I still screaming and yelling I know I'm not supposed to well how many years have you been screaming and yelling mm-hmm. right? right I mean so you have 10 15 20 30 years it's not going to go away overnight and then who's the community of people that you're hanging around who yeah. are, who is it that's that's mentoring you through this process right mm-hmm. right so big yeah I mean that that's huge and that's where my wife and I and Change Your Life Story now comes in for, for right. coaching and stuff. You got you can't do it by yourself. It's so yeah. important to have. So important. We would not have it's made almost it. Impossible. Not have made it. Yeah, yeah. impossible. Or, or is I don't impossible. know how people stay married without having mentors. Like honestly, <laughs> I tell you, I we, you know, Kathy and I are lucky. <laughs> That's all I can say. And you all know our story. We're yeah. we're, we're lucky. So, um, so what did you end up taking away from the? From the workshop that you had no expectations of, number one. Right. <laughs> so, what did you end up taking away from it? Um, well, I took away was um, I don't remember exactly what Randy said, but he said something, and it just hit me. And it was, I think it was something about like yelling, and I didn't even realize like that's how I was talked to my whole life, mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. I was yelled at, and, and that I didn't even have a voice. So now my voice has become so much louder just to be heard. And I didn't even realize that until Randy had said that. And I was like, oh, man, okay. And so it was just that whole situation and him saying that and then realizing, like, wait, you know, yes, I yell, but this is not who I am. And and you don't have to get used to me because this is not who God created me to be. You know, this is the product of my environment, but it was not who God created. Exactly. Exactly. So it's all what you said is super important too, is that it's learned behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's passed down from generation to generation, right? And so it's like, well, Randy, why why do we gotta talk about our parents and why do we blame on our parents and blah 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 it's not so much that we're blaming our parents, right? But if we don't know the root of the problem, we don't know the root of the cause, how can we fix it? Right? And so it's like we have to go there. Let's figure out why you're screaming and yelling. Where did it come from? Who taught you that? Who's right. saying those things to you? Oh, the mom and dad. Well, people, some people say, well, it's the devil. Well, yeah, it's the devil tapping into you, but why is he tapping into you? Because he knows your past better than everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But where did you physically first hear the yelling and the screaming? Where did you physically first hear that your voice didn't matter? Right. All right? So who's telling you those things? Mm-hmm. So we, we have to go into those deep places that we don't want to visit. And then come out of them with a fresh idea, a new new way of, of, of living. Right. Yeah, when when we started the workshop, you know, my my whole goal was to learn how to voice, to have a voice. And gotcha. so there was a couple things that I really got out of it. And the first one uh, was when I'm trying to explain how I feel. I have to use the word I. Like, I, I I can't use, when you do this, it makes, I have to use the word I. Right. I feel this way when this happens. Exactly. Um, and keeping the word you completely out of the entire sentence. Um, that really helped. Uh, and the second thing was uh, just listening. Yeah. Um, when we came to the workshop, we were our relationship was, and uh, I was trying to earn back trust daily. I was trying to earn back everything that I had lost. 
Uh, it was a rocky. You lost a lot too. I lost a lot. You're I lost everything. A lot more. Yeah. I yeah. lost everything, and so she was telling me things that were hard to hear uh, because I did a lot of damage, but I had to listen. I had mm-hmm. to sit there and I had to listen, and I had to take everything in. And instead of doing what I do a lot, which is try to think about my reaction, my response, I had to sit there and focus on how she felt, how she is doing at that moment, um, everything that she's saying. And it made me, in turn, focus on my part. She's feeling a certain way because of what I did. And she's telling you that. By not saying you. Exactly. Right. And that's, it's it's so important for people to keep the word you out of a, out of an entire conversation, really. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if they're talking about a negative, or, I mean, really, it, obviously people say you sometimes. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, it's just part of the human vocabulary. But right? <laughs> when, when you're trying to articulate your hurts, saying you... Which has been said to me a lot. My guard would just go up yep. and say, I didn't do that. Yep, defensive right away. Right. right. Put you on the defense, right? It's an accusational word. Right. right. But when I heard, I'm hurt, I feel this way, I feel like I can't trust anybody. I feel like there's no trust in this relationship because I'm hurt, everything is broken. Yep. Nothing, the word you wasn't used at all. Powerful. And so it's and so I it, it's so important for us that when 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 we went through the workshop, it was eye opening. Um, it was a lot of like very humbling. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I had any problems, and then like that, you know, it was I yelled everything at him, or you know. So for me to be able to even communicate in that manner for yeah. to him was is huge because yeah. right. I'm used to just yelling at him and then him taking it. And today he'll say, you know, if I do get off like that, he'll say, hey, don't talk to me like that. Very good, yeah. Don't talk to me like that. Yeah. And, I, and it'll stop me in my tracks mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of me keep going and getting angrier. Yep. It stops me in my tracks and I'm like, he's right. Okay. And that, and that it's, it's huge. It's a huge thing because she has every right to feel the yes. way that she Absol- feels. Absolutely. And I have every right to feel the way that I feel. That doesn't give me any right to belittle her or talk down absolutely. to her. Absolutely. Nope. Right. Not at all. So, and that's and that's something that we've really focused on for the last five years. Right. And it, you have a successful relationship because of it. Yeah. Right. It's funny, when I'm sitting here listening to it, it just came to me how you're the screamer, mm-hmm. right? Your mom, mm-hmm. right? And, and you married your dad. No, no, no the opposite. Flip, flip, oh, flip, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm the dad. Right. <laughs> and he's my yeah, mom. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you're the dad and he's mom. Yeah. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so, And you that know, happens. That happens in every, every, relationship. every relationship. And you try and you're like, oh, I'm never going to marry that. And here we are. I, exactly you know, the same. Exactly the same. Yeah. Right. But yeah. you're not that anymore. No. Now we're more... Moving towards the center, it, it, it's like the it's like the pyramid. I think I showed you guys. Mm-hmm. God's at the top of the pyramid, and we're each at the corner of the pyramid down at the bottom. Right. right. And as we start walking towards God, 
right? What happens to us? Right. We become yeah. closer and closer and closer to each other, yep. right? And that's what's happening with with the two. Chris and Alicia have done a lot of really hard work. I've, mm-hmm. Chris has called. He's come to me at times when he just says, "Randy, I'm messed up, man." And it, we're gonna mess up. We're gonna make yeah. mistakes. We're gonna trip. We're human beings. It's right. like okay, let's yeah. figure out what went wrong. Let's let's work through it. No big deal, man. We we, right. we can get through it, right? And I think it, a lot of people have to accept that there needs to be steps if you really want to change. Yeah. Uh, if you really, and I, I guess I should say that differently. If you really want things to be different, mm-hmm. your wife or your husband isn't the only one that has to change. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And that's like that thing you said. It's like going. I was always walking this way, and he was walking this way, and I didn't worry about what he was doing, right? Because I was worried about what I was doing right. and figuring my stuff out. Exactly. And, you know, and, and like you said, it's it's steps. You know, it starts with right. you take a communication workshop, then you take another one, or then you do something else, and you continue down the path. And as long as you're both going down that same path, right. mm-hmm. it's going to work out. And, and, and it's funny because Kathy used to say, God, I feel like you're so far ahead of me spiritually, Randy. And I go, that's okay. You're going to, it's going to be fine, right? Right. And I guess about a month ago, I was doing something. I was doing something in here, and she was in here on the couch just chilling and, and watching me, and I looked at her, and I said, Kathy, remember how you used to tell me all the time that you felt like I was always ahead of you spiritually? She looked at me, she goes, yeah, but I feel like I'm so far ahead of you right now. And I go, you are. Mm-hmm. You absolutely are ahead of me spiritually, and I have no problem with that whatsoever. It doesn't crush my ego. I mean... You know, we all struggle. Right. And to say that now, I don't, I don't ever struggle. My life is always roses and rainbows and bubbles. That's that's that's, that's right. a false, that's yeah, a false not, falsity. Yeah, it doesn't, right. it can't happen. Mm-hmm. So right. we're gonna be as long as we're on the same track, right? Going the same direction, right? It's okay. Yeah. You 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 had said something to me that's always kind of stuck into my head about uh, your relationship with uh, with Kathy and. When you, when you clipped the tie, the things that were the, tying her wings, yeah, shut, cut her wings, cut her cut wings, wings loose. Yeah, she was able to, right, absolutely fly. And then you both were right going in in the same direction. Right. And not that she was keeping me tied down, but that when I felt like I was able to, right, be free. Um, and then it really made me more confident in who I was mm-hmm. and walking the right path. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's exactly what we need. I mean, we need to cut our we need to cut their wings, clip their wings, and, and let each other fly. Let it let, let us become who God created us to truly be. Right. Right. Yeah. right? Don't you know? And, and it, I don't know. In doing that means you brought that up. And doing that, Kathy. When I did that, Kathy started changing. To this day, she keeps changing. It's like, dang, who are you, woman? Right. right? Um, but the funny thing about that is that even for a period of time when she would want to go somewhere, say, yeah, go have fun. She was like, wait a minute. <laughs> are you sure? You're not going to, babe, go have fun. You have a life, too. I, You let me do so much. I have no right to keep you. Go. You know, she's right. going to go on a trip here pretty soon with another friend. I said, have fun. 
and she's nervous, but she she has not even questioning the fact that now she can go and do things for yeah. herself. Right. right. And it's because of the communication that we've developed with you. Mm-hmm. Communication plays so much in our marriages. Right. I really think it does in more ways than, than, than you can even think about. I think it plays a major factor in marriages. I think it's the most important thing. Me too. When, when, I, when I see marriages struggle or fall apart, my first question is always, well, how do you communicate with your wife? All right. Yeah. Do, does... Right. Does she know how upset you are with whatever's going on? Right. Because when I see marriages struggle or any relationship struggle, whether it's a professional one or a marriage or, you know, a boyfriend, girlfriend, it's like if if you're not communicating together, you're communicating with someone else. Absolutely. And that someone else may not be the healthiest person to communicate exactly. with. Exactly. Exactly. Really good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> because, no, because what do we do? What, what's the human nature? We, yeah. I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to Pastor You're Randy. Go I'm going to go to Randy. I, I want to. I, I need some heard. help. I want to be heard. Mm-hmm. Right. So he, I, I, he's heard, and we're talking. But I speak truth. Mm-hmm. And he don't like what I tell him. Right. Because I'm speaking truth. So right. what does he do? Oh, maybe I'll go over here to Chris, or yeah. I'm going to go over here to this. Until they find a community of people that will just pat them on the back and co-sign their BS, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. And that's the truth of the matter. It's like, if you want to get healthy, then what's you got to hang around a, a healthy community of people, like-minded, to have what you want. Right. When, when I met you, uh, I didn't know how to communicate. Um, I didn't know how to really be responsible. I don't really know how to do much except yeah. live yeah. in my live in my broken <laughs> live, live in my brokenness. Right, right. You know, and so I, I I needed structure. I needed an example of someone that I can watch how they communicate. Mm-hmm. I can watch how they talk to someone, and I can also watch how they listen. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, that's what started this whole process for me is, hey, you know what? I'm being heard, you know, and I didn't need to be heard by her at that moment. Right. Because the things that I were going to tell her, she didn't want to hear. Right. You know, I, but I needed to be heard by someone that I, mm-hmm. that was going to be working with me. Mm-hmm. Right. And then to, and then I got to a point and we went to the communication workshop where now I know how to say these things in a way where she's not going to say, yeah, but you. Right, right, exactly. You know, and, say, and, and and vice versa. Now I'm going to know how to listen without trying to say, yeah, but. Here's my side. Yeah. Yeah, here's my side. You, if, if, if. Well, you know, I use the example sometimes to... Uh, you know, somebody comes up, man, how come my wife is constantly nagging at me about so-and-so and so-and-so? It's like, well, I don't know. Do you talk to her? Do you communicate with her? Have you sat down and asked her what's really bugging her? And I go, well, no. What? I go, well, listen, here's the deal. It's like, I had an affair in 2004. I says, and what I was told was, I have to sit down, and when Kathy wanted to talk about that affair, I had to listen to her. And my only communication could be at the end was, you know what, Kathy? 
I'm so sorry that I did that to you. Mm -hmm. And you have every right to feel that way and just know that I'm going to be a better person. Yep. So th and, and I did that, and I did that. And even today, if something comes up, the problem doesn't exist. She is not throwing that affair in my face once, right? right? So the question is, like, why is she nagging at me? Well, why aren't you communicating with her? Right. right. You know, what, what is it that she's not getting that you need to give her? Right. Mm -hmm. right. And that's, and that's, that's what I said. It's like that being heard because, yeah. you know, he messed up, but I would be really angry and I would want him to hear me and he would listen. And then at the end, he would just be like, I'm so sorry I hurt you. And it mm -hmm. would be like, it would just stop me in my tracks yeah. because it was like, all right, he heard me. Mm -hmm. I don't have to keep going on, you know, and any time I brought it up. I mean, that's what saved our marriage, honestly, yeah. is that I was heard through all of that. Yeah. I, I, one thing that I... I've made it a point is she has every right to feel the pain that she feels. Right. She has every right to feel the anger and the sadness that she feels. And you just got to take it. You got to sit there and you got to listen yeah. to it and you got to say, you have every right to feel that way. It, and it's a good point. And, and often, I know we're going a little bit long in this section, but oftentimes you know you'll hear from the male the, the husband yeah but what about my feelings what about how i feel okay right now i don't care all right i'm concerned i'm trying to help you i'm gonna i'm gonna be your sounding board right. as, as your coach and as your mentor i'm gonna be a, but right now your job is to mm -hmm. you listen to your wife you yeah. be there for your wife you love her like a queen you treat her like a queen absolutely you you're the one yeah you might have been hurt but you're the one that did it to her. Yeah. So you need to listen to her. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, yeah. You know, so. I mean, we, I was the one that broke the trust. Yeah. And, and I, I, don't, I, you ask her now, I, every single day, it's, I just want to build a little bit more trust back. Yeah. And it may be 30 years down the road. I'm just trying to build a little bit more trust yep. back every single day. Every single day. Because we yeah. know that if we break that trust, <laughs> it may be gone forever. It, it, probably, it will be gone forever. Yeah. I mean, even with Kathy and I, I right. mean, it's under no uncertain circumstances. It's like, right. uh, uh. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So, what would you say to someone who's considering or on the fence about coming to this communication workshop? I'd say it's so important. You don't even know that you need it. <laughs> You'll think like, I don't need that. Yeah, my spouse needs it, but I don't. Yeah. yeah, my spouse needs it. I don't need it. Or just as a, a, even if you're single, it's, you think that you communicate well with others and then you realize, you know, when people say, oh, that's just how they, that's how, that's how you are. It'll be okay. It's not probably who you are. It's probably what your environment created. Yeah, absolutely. And so... Until we know how to communicate with others and how to communicate with ourselves. Right. Yeah. And get to our point across. Right. How can you expect to have healthy relationships with anybody? Very true. Yeah, yeah, you can. You absolutely can. Um I would <laughs> I would I would probably ask them um what's holding them back. Yeah. Good question. Uh, it's a great question, actually. There's there's probably a reason mm -hmm. why they're not committed. Right. Um, my guess would be they think that they already know how to communicate their mm -hmm. feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but usually 
that means that they may not be able to listen right. quite like maybe they, they would should. want to. Yeah. <laughs> or they should. <laughs> or they should. Yeah. Uh, it's, there's nothing wrong with being humbled. No. And uh, it's, it's just the best, it, it's the best way to learn how to talk to your kids in a better way. Right. Your brother, your sister, your parents. Um, you know, if it wasn't for that workshop, I wouldn't have been able to talk to my parents and explain things to them that they probably didn't like hearing. Yeah, and, that, and I know that was huge for you, too. We, I helped you through that process. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. really big for you to be able to talk to your parents and your brothers. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. you know, it because of things that I learned in that workshop and, you know, going through life with you and Kathy, I would, the things that I was able to tell my dad probably... Because it wasn't too shortly after that uh, that workshop when I talked to my dad and had hard conversation with him, you know, he told me shortly after that how proud he was of me. Mm-hmm. I had never heard that out right. of his mouth ever before, and so that you know, it was that's that's huge. It was huge. That's huge. I mean, you know, a lot of us men, Dr. Allen Berger once said are always trying to obtain the unobtainable approval of our fathers. Right. And so many men watch their father die, unfortunately, without ever saying, I'm proud of you or I love you. You know, and that, that's a sad, sad state. But it's not dad's fault. Again, it's generational curses. It have, is, yeah. You know, and it's sad. But that's what we're here for, is to break those generational curses. Right, exactly. And it's hard. It's not easy. It's by no means easy. It's hard. Uh, And one final question. One final. Did did the workshop meet or exceed or let down your um, (laughs) expectations? Um, You didn't have any expectations. Yeah, I already have expectations. (laughs) (laughs) So it it exceeded my expectations. I guess that would be that. Yeah, it was. It exceeded mine. It was, you know, just to learn that, just to be heard. You know, Mm -hmm. like you think, like, you know, you're always the one speaking, and then you're like, wait, nobody's listening to me, (laughs) (laughs) nobody's hearing me, and to learn how just with each other Mm -hmm. to be heard and to, I would hear him, and I mean, the way I communicate with him now, it's like. Before it would be, you know, if I had a problem with him or whatever he's doing, I would like do little digs mm-hmm. here and there, digs, 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 and I'll still Ooh. find myself doing those digs, you know. Ooh. And then, but you know, now I know, like, okay, wait, I would, you know, just sit down with him, and I'm like, look, this is how I'm feeling. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, what's going on and how it's affecting me, and and you're not alone anymore. Right. You know, you're you're married to me now, so what you do affects me. Yeah, absolutely. And yep. Just for me to be able to say that and like just watch our relationship go, you know, oh, you're you're so right. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna work on that. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like like she was saying, there. <laughs> now, I can tell her without any hesitation, hey, you, you, you can't talk to me that way. This conversation that we're having right now, I I, I can't sit here and listen to this. All right. Because this isn't a conversation. 
So, and everything that, you know, and she goes, you see her face? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I heard you say something, or you say something earlier, and, and I can do the same thing with Kathy, but this only happens because of the, the, the communication patterns that we have developed as couples, right. and that is, you know, you're not going to talk to me this way anymore. Right. right. I'm not going to allow you. I don't allow anybody to talk to me this way. So I'm not going to listen to you if you're going to continue to talk to me this way. And I, I, I used to never be able to say that. And I'm sure you never could never. either. Yeah. And Kathy couldn't and you couldn't. But it's all because we've developed these loving communication mm-hmm. skills. And we know that our spouses are our best friends, not our enemies, which is very important to understand. Right. And right. that they're just stating, hey, you can't abuse me like this. Right. And it is abuse yeah. when you start putting people down and, and talking right. words. So I think those, mm-hmm. that's another big thing that um, I, I didn't realize until I heard Chris say, Kathy and I develop, but now that yeah. I know you develop. That, that's a huge step right. to be able to stand up and say, no, you know, I love you. You're a great wife, and, and you got so many attributes, but this kind of talk is not going to be acceptable. Right. Kathy's this, been pulling her on me for a long time. But. Before right. that, my codependency was so bad that I would just listen to what she said yep. and go, and my head my head would go down, and everything would just be negative. But now it's, you have every right to feel the way that you feel. Um, you know, not in this way. This this conversation can can keep going on if if we can if we can you know talk differently to each other right before the communication workshop i was able to walk all over him i walked all over him right it's true and we're learning still (laughs) but i mean he's a completely different person completely 100 percent. like takes responsibility for himself has responsibilities Mm -hmm. um well, Which there's, never would have been possible if we didn't learn how to communicate with each other. Uh, he didn't learn. It's all about foundation. And the communication workshop that we did a few years ago built that foundation. Because yeah. the only yeah. way that people can know how we are feeling is if we say it. And but lo- if we say it in a loving, healthy yeah. way yes. versus a negative way. Right. Or, if, I mean... It's okay that you're angry. Anger is, like you've said, anger is a very healthy emotion. But when you say it in a way that is demeaning, abusive, right. you know, you're He's, putting down someone, there, no one has any right to, to, nobody, to, to take no. that. And they shouldn't take it. No. But but again, what happens is, is that so many, so many women, and even men, they grow up in these households, and that's... They feel that's all they're worth because that's what they received all their life growing up. So they feel their worth is only, oh, he's yelling at me. That's all. I, that's, right. that's okay because that's what happened to me growing up. Right. And you know that's what, how it's supposed to be. You can't well, do different if you don't know different. Exactly. Uh, exactly. That's true. So, hey guys, it's really important. These communicate. These all these workshops are, are really good workshops. And as you can tell with Chris and Alicia. Um, these, these these workshops will help your marriage, and, and in fact, they can save your relationships. If you mm-hmm. first, you got to come to them, and then you got to apply the principles that you learn in these workshops to your life. And it's not easy; it's a journey. But um, I sure hope we can see you there on September 11th. If you go to the website courageoushealers.org, actually check out the entire website. You'll see how we are helping abuse victims. 
and then you can click on the um, on the on the uh, our services tag, and then click on workshops. It'll explain all all four workshops right there. You can one, one stop. You can click and register right there. Uh, the workshops do it do include a light breakfast type stuff and a lunch. Um, it's a few other things. So we're, we're hoping to see you there on September 11th. The address is there. It's in Palm Desert, California. Uh, it'll be well worth your time. I guarantee you you'll walk away a better person because of it. So thank you for joining us tonight. I want to thank Chris and Alicia for their time to, to, uh, tonight, in the morning, tomorrow afternoon, whatever time of day it is where you're watching this. I want to thank them for being here with us. Um, and sharing their experience. I thought it would be best to have somebody that's been through it share their experience with it. Um, so I thank you guys a lot. You thank guys, you. Are, you guys yeah. are great. Yeah. So, thank you for inviting um, us. And remember yeah. this, if nobody tells you that they love you today, remember that Randy does. But more importantly, God does. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. <laughs>